This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. What's going on, Problematics? Yesterday, I did a Q&A with my Facebook fam over on the Facebook page, and I decided, why should they be the only ones that got in on the fun? So I decided to share this with you as an episode of Can't Cancel Rob Smith. So this is a freewheeling conversation where we talk about everything from the... um, Kanye, Candace, BLM stuff, to the Herschel Walker stuff, to whether or not I think that the Republicans are going to take control of the Senate. We had a great conversation over there on Facebook. Uh, so this is what it is, Problematics. Download and subscribe to Can't Cancel Rob Smith. That's my podcast that I have just relaunched. Uh, we're back for good now. I'm Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I may even go Monday through Friday, depending on what the response has been. Uh, it's been pretty good so far. I just, <clears throat> you know, I got to be real with you guys. Um, when I came back from Europe, uh, things were just a little, a little bit in disarray. There's been sort of a lot of changes, sort of like in my career in terms of organizations I was with, organizations I'm not with, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm kind of just trying to feel my way around things. And there was a couple of weeks where I was just really... Um, to tell you the truth, kind of depressed and inert, and I couldn't really get it together. Um, and then I kind of just started doing things. You know, I started saying, okay, I'm going to relaunch this podcast. I'm going to get back on Twitter. I'm going to get back to making my videos for you guys. I'm going to get back to Instagram. I'm going to start getting myself out there. And even though things aren't necessarily where I want them to be right now, I, I find that action is the best response. Action is better than no action. So I, I've gotten to go in there. Okay. Oh, hey, Janice. Uh, Janice Caputo, um, a supporter, by the way, and uh, and a fan. Of, you're on here a lot, so thank you for this. Uh, Scott says, 
Love the stance you take, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, Lori says, hi from rainy, gloomy Delaware. Trust me, I'm in New York City. I'm looking right out my window right now. And it is rainy and gloomy here, too. Um, trust and believe. Okay, let me look at some more, some more of the comments. Um, Red Wave 2022. Okay, so this is what I think. Um, I, I think that there's, I think that there's, that Republicans are absolutely going to take back the House. And I do believe that Republicans um, have a very strong shot at taking the Senate right now. Now, if you guys listened to the live yesterday and you saw the, uh, or you listened to the podcast that I did about the Herschel Walker thing, you know where I stand on that. And where I stand on it is this, do I think that it's going to cause Herschel Walker to lose in Georgia? Like, I really don't think so. I think that people are just so tired of Democrats um, that they're going to vote for, for Herschel no matter what. And I say all this to say that pointing out the hypocrisy of one of our candidates isn't the same as saying, I'm going to go vote for Raphael Warnock. And, and I think that that's, you know, a lot of people have that confused. Like for me, I, and, and first of all, like I'm not, I'm not even registered to vote in Georgia. I'm not, not a Georgia voter. So I can only, you know, give you guys my uh, opinion on what's going on. I can't physically vote. The only place that I can like you know, physically vote is not in Georgia. Um, do I think that it is going to stop anybody that was already going to vote for uh, Herschel Walker from voting for him? Absolutely not. Um, do I also think that you're allowed to be critical of candidates? I, I absolutely do. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Igu Neka said, um, why am I so handsome? You're, I really appreciate that. And so somebody asked me, uh, do I truly think that Republicans take both houses? I really do, because this is what I think. I think that Democrats made a fundamental miscalculation, and it's one of the many miscalculations they make because they spend too much time on Twitter uh, and too much time in their MSNBC bubbles. See, Democrats really uh, would like to think that the vast majority of, of the American public is still thinking about January 6th, or they're still thinking about Roe versus Wade uh, being overturned, and that these are the issues that they're going to vote for. And I've never believed that. Uh, these things that people talk about in cable news and in the media world and the political commentary world, those things don't generally intersect with the things that uh, actual Americans are sort of dealing with or thinking about, right? So I think that there was a miscalculation among Democrats in thinking that uh, the majority of people were going to care enough about abortion and, and all of this other stuff to for that to drive their vote. So I do think that there's a real shot at Republicans taking both the, the House and the Senate. I honestly, truly do believe that, yes. Um, so that, so I am, I am very confident. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> What's with Candace and Kanye white White Lives Matter shirts? Uh, so I take this on in this episode of the podcast. If you go to the pinned comment, uh, download and subscribe to the podcast. I spend a lot more time on that podcast than I on that uh, than I will on it now. Uh, white Live the White Lives Matter shirts were a troll uh, because Black Lives Matter and BLM Inc was a total scam. I think it's safe to say. That it was a scam. Everybody knows it's a scam. It's why it's not popular anymore. It's why nobody talks about it anymore. Uh, and, and that's why they did it. Okay. And, and so that's what's going on. Um, so Greg asks, is the press secretary really that dumb or do you think it's an act to make lying by look better? No, I actually really do believe the press. So like these people aren't dumb, right? Um, I'm not going to call her dumb. I will call her 
not qualified and not ready for that role at all, um, it's an affirmative action hire. And I'm sorry, but it is. There is no way that if she wasn't a black lesbian that she would be in that role. She is unprepared for it. Um, she has to read through her books. She does really, really poorly. And this is with the entirety of the mainstream media going easy on her. The only person that asks her any real questions in that White House press room is Peter Ducey. Okay? So she's got one real journalist in that room and a whole bunch of other people that are throwing softballs at her and, and you know, wet, sloppy kisses at her all day. So it's not about the fact it's not about this idea that she's playing dumb she's not smart enough to play that dumb um and but although i don't think that she's dumb i think that she is just fully 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 unprepared for that role so mary uh pantalone asks do i think the minority black and hispanic voters are leaning right for the upcoming election you know i don't know i'm gonna be completely honest when i first started doing this and I still do think that there's messaging that can be gotten to some of the African-American community to kind of like switch the vote and to switch, to switch ideas. I do not know if these ideas or, or just switching ideas is going to turn into votes, right? Um, the Latino community is obviously done with these Democrats. They've, already, they've always been 70 Democrat, 30% Republican. Um, and I think that they're going to start voting Republican in even higher numbers. And again, with the miscalculations from the left, they think that because somebody is brown, then all of a sudden they're just going to love unchecked illegal immigration. It is simply not true. Look at Myra Flores, who is the uh, young Latina uh, conservative congresswoman that was just elected in Texas on a, in, a, in a border state, uh, in a border district, I believe. Um, so this idea that if you're brown, you just automatically love illegal immigration. It's another fundamental miscalculation um, of the Democrats. So, so Latinos are going to start going right a little bit more. Um, Black Americans, look, I've got my ideas in terms of what needs to be done. I think that there's some things that can be done that have never been done before. Um, I think that where Republicans lose is that they're not showing up where Black people are, and they're also not going for culture. Uh, do I believe that that is a demographic that's ever going to go uh, Republican in any real numbers? No, because what people don't understand about the culture is that being a Democrat and voting for Democrats and voting for the left is so deeply ingrained into that culture via every aspect of messaging that African-Americans get, that it's going to be very hard to flip that. Um, Democrats are more like, honestly, if you're focusing on black voters, you, you would be, if you're a Republican, you're focused on black voters, you would be more, you'd probably be better off convincing them not to vote for Democrats uh, because you can get them to probably not show up. Are you going to get them to pull the lever for Republicans? I just am not used to believe so. But after everything that I've seen for the past couple of years, I'm telling you, I think that a lot of people, I, I really do think that people just want to remain lost. I, I really do. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, 
to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Next question. Um, how can so many Americans be so stupid to support Biden? Well, look, you have to understand that Biden was sold as a return to normalcy. Remember the adult, the adults are back in charge of the White House. Remember all that stuff? And so there was, I, I talked to a conservative buddy of mine. I remember um, before the election, he was just like, I just want all of the noise to stop. So I'm thinking about voting Biden. And I told my buddy, I was just like, do not fall for that because that is what they want you to think. And I was like, if you vote for Biden based on all of this stuff, based on the fact that based on this idea that everything's just going to calm down when when Biden gets elected or whatever, um, you're going to be wrong. And look at what has happened and even move past what has happened tangentially, like with with gas prices and grocery prices and all of that other stuff. These people have every level of power in American society right now. They have the media, they have the entertainment industry, they have the White House, they have the Senate, 50-50, but some have the Senate, right? Um, Kamala Harris has that deciding vote, and they have the House. And they have used all of this power not to make America better, not to do anything that's going to make the lives of average Americans better, but to go after their political opponents because this is what they do. And I think that a lot of people are seeing this right now. I, I think that living through this administration is really opening a lot of people's eyes to what these Democrat administrations are really like. Because, you know, I, I went through, you know, the Obama years just like everybody else. I was blind to it. I was absolutely blind. I was brainwashed by all these celebrities and all the entertainment and the CNN and MSNBC and all the social issues and all that other stuff. I was completely brainwashed by that stuff. And so now, and when you think about the fact that these mainstream media outlets do not have the power that they used to, right? So there are a lot of things that they just can't cover up anymore. People know the truth. This is why these social media companies and all that stuff, this is why they are so quick to want to censor 
This is why they censored the New York Post reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, this is why the RNC, I believe, is about to file a lawsuit against Google because, you know, they say Google is stopping their fundraising emails from being delivered, which I completely, uh, I completely believe. This is not outside the realm of possibility. So these people are scrambling right now because they can no longer hide information. And I think that that's what makes this uh, administration and this presidency so different. Um, all right. How do I think, do I think Trump could ever step aside and look at the longer picture and endorse DeSantis? I do. And so this is what I think honestly, about the whole Trump, is Trump going to run again in 2024? Is he not? Blah, blah, blah. I listened to, and you know, this is probably not going to make me very popular here. I was just watching um, MSNBC, the New York Times reporter, Maggie Haberman. She has a new book out. And it's just a very interesting interview. Um, it's about, you know, 10, 15 minutes long. You know, lots of sources. That White House, the Trump White House had a lot of leaks in it. So there's a lot of people that like to talk about what's going on there. And so... I like all of that stuff, I believe 100%. But this is not about the book. This is about something that she said. Uh, she said that Trump doesn't have, that he's been privately saying that he doesn't have the energy to run again. And he's also what, what he is the most afraid of. He is the most afraid of um, losing again whether that is in the primary or whether that's in the general election. So everybody that is acting like, oh, this is just a done deal, um, that Trump is automatically going to run again, uh, I, I really do not think that this is a done deal. Um, and in terms of, you know, look, I, I don't, I, I think that Republicans deserve a choice. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to run. I don't think that just because he was president before, he's automatically entitled to anybody's vote again. Um, he's not entitled to my vote again. He's not entitled to your vote again. Uh, he's going to have to earn people's vote again. And honestly, for a lot of people, there may be more attractive options on the Republican side than him. And if he wants a nomination and, you know, he's going to have to battle it out just like everybody else. It is not going to be some red carpet rolled out. Um, it's not going to be some this coronation for Trump um, that people are expecting. Okay. Um, Johnny Rodriguez, okay, majority of Hispanics now vote red. Okay, not the majority, it's still 70-30, but still. We're tired of Democrats not listening and still installing policies that have negative effects in our communities. And what's very interesting about this is that Democrats will not listen to, Democrats know that they don't have to do a damn thing for black people. They don't have to do anything for black people. All they need to do is lip service because these black people are going to vote Democrat no matter what. They do not have to work for that vote. What Democrats are starting to realize is that they have to work for the Latino vote because uh, Latinos are not just rolling over for Democrats the way black people do. So what I see happening in the next probably five, eight, ten years, um, <laughs> black, black people are going, I think they're going to start waking up. 
to the fact that they have been used by Democrats for a really long time. And they're going to see all of this focus and all of this information shifted into Latinos. And this is going to start happening among the left. I am telling you in the next 10 years, this was going to start happening. Now, is that going to, again, does that mean uh, that Blacks are going to vote Republican? I do not know. All I know is that there's going to be a battle going on. Uh, so Tommy says, Trump four years and DeSantis eight years, perfect. Okay, so this is the problem with that argument. Um, two, two problems with that argument. First of all, is the idea that anybody can predict anything that's going to happen in two years, let alone four years, let alone eight years, right? Because a lot of people say that, well, we got to get Trump in for four years, then we'll just go right to DeSantis. Who knows what's going to happen, right? And the second argument towards that is why put all of the energy and resources and all that stuff behind somebody that can literally only serve for one term anyway, because it's like you get two um, either consecutive or non-consecutive terms. That's it. And so nobody can, nobody can answer me the question as to why such a considerable amount of resources, energy, and efforts be put into somebody that can literally only serve for one more term, right? Uh, okay. I'm gonna, can, can Donald Trump keep his composure this time around if he runs by not insulting anyone? No. Asking Donald Trump not to insult an opponent is like asking him not to breathe. Uh, so, uh, that's not happening. Um, I'm wrong about Trump. He will win. The Hispanic vote is not 70-30. The Hispanic vote is 70-30. Let's Google it. Uh, it, it's always been 70-30. Um, Mary says she did not vote for Trump in 2016. To be honest, he was the best president. However, he will probably lose if or should he run in 2024. So Jeffrey Brown asked, why am I showing so much hate towards Herschel Walker and other Trump candidates? First of all, what other Trump candidates have I showed hate to? So again... These are, sometimes you guys create things in your mind that are not necessarily true. I've never showed any hate to any other candidates. I will call out a weak candidate when I see it. Um, Herschel's always been a weak candidate. Uh, has been a weak candidate since, you know, day one. Um, but people get sort of starstruck with, you know, celebrity and NFL and football and all of this different stuff. And so that's when they decide to sort of get behind it. But I think that there are some really, really, really strong Trump candidates right now. Love Carrie Lake running for governor of Arizona. You guys see Carrie Lake videos on this page all the time. Obsessed with her. Love Blake Masters again in Arizona running for Senate. I think he's great. Love J.D. Vance running um, for Senate in Ohio. These are three Trump candidates that I like. So some idea... Uh, that I'm just out here hating on Trump candidates. Again, it's something that you've created in your mind because in some of you guys' minds, as soon as I criticize one thing, then all of a sudden I'm a leftist and I'm a Democrat and I'm a plant and I'm all these different things. Like, you guys got to get out of that um, because uh, I'm, I'm a free thinker, all right? And what that means is, is, is I think for myself and I'm going to tell you what I actually think I don't use my platforms in social media or any of this other stuff. I don't use my platforms to just like cheerlead for the RNC. Um, 
Oh God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Shapiro Owens, 2024. Andrew Stevenson. Okay. So from my experience, why do so many black families vote for Democrats when they clearly have done nothing substantive for black families? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I, like, I, I feel like I allude to this. And I feel like I've answered this question a lot. The, People have no idea the amount of pressure and expectations that people in the black community have to vote for Democrats. What Democrats has been have been brilliant at is, I mean, and they've been at this literally for 30 years. And Republicans are just catching up. Democrats have gotten their tentacles into entertainment. Um, into media, into journalism, et cetera, et cetera. So it is to the point where every black face that you see on any sort of mainstream outlet, whether it's journalism, whether it's entertainment, whether it's music, et cetera, will always parrot a Democrat agenda. Always. It will always parrot a left-leaning agenda. Actors, actresses, rappers, singers, ballplayers, pundits, politicians, Congressman or woman, they will all parrot Democrat talking points, right? And so what this does is it does one or two things. Number one, it gives the assumption to other people that uh, you're not, you're somehow less authentically black if you don't vote for Democrats, which is ridiculous. Uh, but also number two, that literally to be black is to be Democrat, is to agree with every single thing um, that happens on the left. And I think that sometimes when people are outside of the community and they don't watch our media, uh, they don't follow our celebrities, they're not engaged in our culture, they do not, this is why Candace Owens is so big, this is why she has been so brilliant, is because she realized that the key to unlocking people's minds is through culture. It is not through, I can do a million hits on Fox News. And my message isn't going to get to black people to the level that it got to when I did that Vice video, where I debated other black conservatives. So I have this platform that I'm building called the Douglas Society. And it is this is going to be purely about culture. Like I'm not getting into political candidates or anything like that. We're going to get into culture. All right. 
Um, Debbie Black says, Rob, will I ever enter the ring? I'm guessing uh, that means will I ever run for office? You know, probably two years ago, I would have said absolutely not. I was going to run for office. I would have been running in this cycle. We shot a campaign ad. We did the whole thing. Um, it didn't feel right. And I wasn't doing it for the right reason, so I decided not to do it. I've been thinking a lot lately about kind of where I want to go with this and what I want to do, you know, with this platform over the next, you know, five to ten years. Um, so now I'm upgrading that never, absolutely not to I do not know. If it feels like something that's right for me, at a certain point in time, I'll do it. Um, if it doesn't feel right, if I don't feel financially stable enough, if I don't feel personally um, stable enough, I will not do it. I had a conversation with our great Congressman Burgess Owens um, in Utah, who is a supporter of mine, who um, is getting a lot of his people behind Douglas Society, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but what he said, when I was asking him about this, he said, you make sure that you have your fortress in order, because if you do, do not have your fortress in order, these people will try to destroy you. And my fortress is not in order in any way, shape, or form right now, so I will not be running for office anytime soon. Uh, that's not to say that it will not happen. Um, thank you for keeping it real, always. Always. Um, so Stephen Hansen said, Rob, something that you don't take sides because you're a smart, logical man who's not afraid to call out their own. I mean, I don't know how much more clear I have to make it to people that I don't know how much more clear I have to make it to people that I will literally never vote for a Democrat again, like ever. I will never vote for a Democrat again in my life. I would not vote Democrat for dog catcher. It's just never happening. Does that mean that I love every single thing that Republicans do and say all the time? Absolutely not. Um, does this mean that I'm not going to call out BS when it happens on our side? Absolutely. But me calling out BS does not mean that I'm going to run around and vote for Democrats. They are literally antithetical to probably 95% of the things that are important to me, right? Um, what are my... <laughs> Have I ever thought about applying for a job in the view as an alternative voice? You know, that's an interesting question because right now one of my, one of my biggest frustrations career-wise is that, and I don't want to say stuck, but this is the thing. Excuse me, God. Sparkling water. When you are a right of, and I call myself, you know, conservative Republican right of center, whatever, it has been ridiculously hard as somebody that is a right of center voice to get any sort of foothold um, in mainstream media outlets. It is so hard. If I was here pushing leftism, if I was here pushing Democrats and socialists and all of that other stuff, they would roll out the red carpet. So it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what platform I have, whatever. It is so hard um, to have this voice and take it to, to mainstream media. So yeah, I've thought about it, but it's honestly getting to the point where I'm going to give it the old college try in terms of like doing mainstream stuff. Like I'm going to give the old college try for maybe about another two and a half years. And if it and if it's just not popping, I'm just going to be like, forget it all. 
you know, I'm, I'm moving back to Tampa, I'm getting a house, I'm building out my studio, and I'm just going to do this, and, and we're just going to rock and roll. Um, what are my views on Pennsylvania's candidates? You know, what's amazing about what's going on in Pennsylvania is that it's even a choice. Uh, Fetterman is so awful. Like, he's, he's so bad. Fetterman is so completely bad that I can't even believe that this is any kind of, that this is any kind of choice. That is the thing that's shocking to me. And, you know, what the mainstream media does is like, like they could do anything that they can in the world to pop up Fetterman, but you can't lie to all the people all the time. And he is a poor candidate. He's a bad candidate and everybody knows it. Um, okay. Oh, Debbie said, I'll be incredible when I run for office. I'm muted. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, okay. Let's. So Eric Lauer says he's a gay military vet who's bounced from Republican and Democrat several times. I'm almost to the point of just voting for an independent, local, or libertarian. I believe like I'm just like the rest of America. We're fed up with the incompetence in Washington. Both sides won't compromise. Both of them digging their heels and nothing gets done. We're on a brink of war with Russia. Um, this is our two-party system. And you know, was, was his name again? Uh, Eric. You know, Eric, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel in like, and I'm telling you, folks, the deeper you get into how all of this stuff works, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think, is a, a very smart person. I think that uh, I think that she, there's a role that she plays um, for media, but I think that she's very smart. And she talks about something called the Uniparty. And when she talks about the Uniparty, she talks about this idea that you know, there's R and D in Washington D.C. that are in this together. They're going to vote how they're supposed to vote. They're going to toe the line. They're not going to shake things up. They're going to pretend that they're fighting for you. They're going to take all your money, your fundraising money. They're going to, you know, have a lot of great social media stuff. And then they're going to play the game. And they're going to live high up the, high on the hog off of donations and your tax dollars and all that stuff. I absolutely believe that. It's 100% true. And that is why people are so mad and, and so fed up you know, with the, with the two-party system. So Eric, definitely agree with everything you're saying. Um, Anthony Schwartz says, I'm making a lot of noise. Am I? Because sometimes I don't feel, you know, I have to be completely honest. Sometimes I feel like I'm just not making any kind of difference at all. Sometimes I feel like, I, I feel like I'm not breaking through. I feel like nobody's engaging with this stuff. I feel like I'm trying to have real conversations when all people want to do is like speak in talking points. I feel very, very frustrated um, sometimes. Um, oh, this is a good one. Daniel Clark asked this question. He said, uh, oh, sh shit, I lost it. Oh, here we go. Um, if the White House gets rid of Kamala, do you think that they would pick Hillary before Biden and act the 25th on himself? Um, that's a little, that's a little wild. <laughs> I don't necessarily see that happening. Um, but I do, I honestly really do not know that Biden's going to make it through this entire administration. I think that 
they want to install Kamala Harris. I think that she would be the perfect puppet for them. Uh, they would say, oh, she's the first black female president. I mean, just ridiculous. But it would not be outside the room of possibility. Um, how can I say... Beverly Hannon said, how can I say that black population will vote Democrat? What about Peggy Hubbard and Terrence Williams? I'm not talking about conservative media influencers. I'm talking about real people. <laughs> and the numbers will tell you the black vote went from 12% to 13% in 2020. So yeah, the truth is that the vast majority of black people are just not voting for Republicans. Um, Oh, okay. Well, Anthony is a is a troll. When I said that Taylor Green is smart, then I'm convinced that you're even worse than I thought. And this is the thing, and and I know that this person is trolling, and he's a leftist that found this page. But anybody that thinks, and I will tell you this about Marjorie Taylor Green, I've had personal interactions with Marjorie Taylor Green. Like I have met her on multiple occasions. Okay, this is not a stupid person. Um, this is not a silly person. Uh, this is not a non-thinking person. This person knows that in order to get her message out, there's a certain level that she has to operate on. This is a very, very wealthy woman who is a wealthy entrepreneur before she decided to get into politics. This is not a stupid person. Um, so if you're somebody that thinks that she is a stupid person, uh, if you're somebody that is sort of going along with this caricature that has been created of her in the mainstream media, then you're not very smart because that Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah, she's stupid like a fox, okay? she. This is a very intelligent woman, very intelligent. Um, okay. Our House of Revo, got to go, but thanks for all the content and your honesty. Thank you guys so much. Um, all right, any more questions? I'm just, uh, I'm just looking to, to make sure that there's that I'm not missing anything. Um, but yeah, well, while I'm looking for some more questions, I've been going for about 33 minutes. It's not bad. Please download and subscribe to uh, Can't Cancel Rob Smith. I've got some really good plans for this podcast moving forward. Uh, but in order to be there, you know, honestly, to tell you the truth, I've been trying to um, express gratitude lately. So I'm looking at the numbers right now. And to me, we do about, uh, we do about somewhere around 5,000 downloads an episode um, the first week. And we do, oh, wait a minute, here we are. So we do about 5,000 downloads within two weeks of the podcast and about 7,500 to 10,000 downloads per episode within 30 days, which is actually crazy. Um, it's actually crazy to me that, you know, this many people are listening to this podcast, but you guys are. It's great. And now that I'm starting to rethink uh, the idea of podcasting and just rethink the power of this platform because it's such a powerful platform. And I used to kind of 
I want to say I was BSing it, but I don't think that I realized the power of the platform where you are, you know, your feed is going into somebody's phone. They get a notification when your podcast comes out, they download, subscribe, et cetera. They're listening to you in their car. They're listening to you on the subway. Um, they're listening to you, you know, before they go to bed or before they wake up or whatever. It's very powerful. And I'm glad to be doing the podcast again. I'm glad I found a home for it over, over at the first. And I think that my biggest goal right now uh, is to is to kind of you know to to make it as big as I can possibly make it. So I, I think that's the goal. And thank you so much for listening to Can't Cancel Rob Smith. You can find us every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeart Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. But hey, I may make this. Uh, Q&A thing a couple day a week thing so we may be going five days a week who knows <laughs> you'll see when your phone pop when the notification pops up on your phone till next time problematics this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.